Well, it's finally here. It's the day that the New Jersey Devils take the ring for the first time in 10 months. And it is time for a crossover because they are taking on the Boston Bruins tonight. And I need to get some insight from Ian of Locked On Bruins as we give you guys a preview for tonight's game. So let's buckle up and also good morning, everybody. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. And it is currently 8.27 p.m. on the East Coast and it's January the 13th, 2021 at the time of this recording. But as you guys know, I record my episodes a day in advance. So this episode is going up on January 14th. So you know what that means. It is time for Devils hockey tonight. And also, once again, good morning, everybody. So uh, I think from here on out, I'm going to start posting uh, the episodes more in the morning because, you know, I figured uh, this is a 20-minute or so podcast, and you know what? That's the average time it takes for someone to get to work, so why not listen to this podcast on your way to work or your way to school or whatever the case might be, you know, beat the traffic jam, because I was asking my locked-on colleagues when's an appropriate time to post a podcast, and most of them said, uh, you know, in the morning, so... I I think we're going to stick with this. So if you had checked out the last episode, I basically spoke about the Brat returning. That's right. Jesper Brat returned to the New Jersey Devils. And I am really looking forward to it. I love this signing because even if it doesn't work out with Brat, I think he will be a great tradable asset to say the least. So I think uh, the New Jersey Devils did a smart move. And also the deal was sub $3 million total. So I think that's a steal for the New Jersey Devils for uh, someone with his upside. And I think uh, it's sort of like what Janssen was for the Toronto Maple Leafs, which is, you know, shows a tremendous side of potential, had a one good year, but, you know, for the most part, I think if you give him more game opportunities, he'll do well. Same with Ryan Murray, but you know what? We're not going to be talking about that today because it is opening night for the New Jersey Devils. So a few NHL games had some uh, opening night games last night, but today it's the New Jersey Devils turn to take the rink and try to make a stand. Okay, let's be realistic, guys. I, I I hate to break it to you guys. I know I've been optimistic. I know I've been trying to remain positive about the New Jersey Devils because, you know, we're in the midst of a huge, huge, huge rebuild, but I, I, I have to break it to you guys. We're not really going to be doing well this season, especially since we lost our solid goaltender in Corey Crawford. You know, it's funny how I say our solid uh, goaltender because he didn't play a game for the New Jersey Devils. So, uh, listen, our defense has gotten better. Our offense has gotten better. And, you know, we have room for potential. But, unfortunately, I'm going to be talking about this with Ian of Lockdown Bruins uh, today in one moment. But um, I have to tell you guys, we, we are in a tough division. So, it's not going to be easy for the New Jersey Devils to, you know, do well. Like, their best just will not be good enough to, you know, compete with the Bruins or the Flyers, the Capitals, the the Islanders, whatever the case might be, Penguins, like even with uh, Mark Recchi, who's the former Penguins uh, assistant coach. So it's not looking too good for the New Jersey Devils, and I'm going to have to say they're going to have to uh, maybe be finishing close to last or dead last, to say the least. So I know, I know, I know I've been remaining positive. I tried to get you guys excited. I did my best to hype this team up, but as the season approaches, as Puck 
drop approaches. We just got to be realistic here, and we just got to know our chances to take the league by storm and possibly break into the playoffs are slim to none. They're, they're as high as my chances of dating a supermodel, which, despite my contagious charm, are still pretty slim. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But anyway, I think the New Jersey Devils will look a little lethargic tonight. So you know what they need? They need a built bar to get them going. Okay, let's bring in Ian of Lockdown. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't know what a built bar is? Let me tell you something about built bar. Built bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. The improved built bar is even more delicious. 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. Six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp. Oh my gosh, this is delicious. I've already had a few when I go out to the gym and they are super healthy too. You're probably thinking, wait a minute, these bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Uh, 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 sounds like an unhealthy snack. That is not true. As I stated, Bilt Bars are healthy. Bilt Bar is great for the health conscious guy. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Built Bars are low in calorie, low in sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for a keto diet. And you, yes you, I'm going to make an offer that you can't refuse. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you will get $10 off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off at BuiltBar.com. There we go, I repeated it so that way you don't have to rewind it. Go to BuiltBar.com and get your Built Bars right now. All right, let's bring in Ian of Locked On Bruins as we give you guys the preview for tonight's opener between the Boston Bruins and the New Jersey Devils. Let's take it away. All right, joined now by Trey from the Locked On Devils podcast. And of course, the Bruins and Devils will play two games in New Jersey to kick off the season. And uh, yeah, nice to nice to chat with you today, Trey. How are you doing? I am doing great, Ian. Uh, great to be here, and let's just talk some hockey for the first time in forever. I know, right? It's uh, it's been so long since uh, had actual hockey to talk about, and uh, how uh, how excited are you about the Devils for this coming season? What's uh, what's kind of your outlook in general for this team? Okay, so obviously, you know, I, it's been a while for for me and the Devils because I haven't spoken about them in about ten months, uh, <laughs> talking about like live play at least you got to talk about the Boston Bruins in the bubble so we were the only metropolitan team to not be invited to the NHL's restart bubble this past summer so you know that really sucks and um I I I like the improvement that the Devils have and I've talked about this on my show uh you know we've had a turbulent um training camp so far because you know uh, we have a few injuries. It took a while for us to re-sign some of our guys. And also Corey Crawford's shocking retirement didn't yeah. help things. So, um, you know, I, for the Devils, uh, I, I, I just must say, I, I think we're just in the wrong division. We're just in too tough of a division because I, I said in my prediction, I said, there's no way we're going to beat you guys. There's no way we're going to beat the Flyers. I said best case scenario, an absolute best case scenario, we could uh, maybe finish fifth, but obviously that's best case scenario, worst case scenario, which is the most likely scenario. We're going to finish dead last or close to last. Yeah. That's a uh, full disclosure. That's uh, what I picked for them on my podcast, doing some predictions on, uh, I guess it was Wednesday show. I think, yeah, unfortunately the devils, there's a, there's a lot of talent there and there's a lot to be excited about, but uh, probably in this division, with Buffalo adding, you know, Taylor Hall and uh, they have Rasmus Dahlin hopefully going to break out that the Devils unfortunately seemed bound for the lottery again. Uh, I did have a 
a, a question kind of with a uh, personal bias uh, behind it, but in one of my keeper hockey leagues, I have Jack Hughes and he kind of disappointed last season. Uh, are you expecting him to, to take a, a bigger step forward this season and how much of an impact can he have? Do you think uh, this coming season? Absolutely. I think, um, I think Jack Hughes is due for a breakout season this year. He gained uh, 14 to 16 pounds, which is important because he looked very weak uh, coming mm-hmm. off the puck. People were able to, you know, just uh, move him right off the puck. Like if he was a rag doll. So that's really important for him. Um, he's quick, he's uh, smart. And um, I think if you put him with the right uh, lines mates, then I think he'll do well because uh, he did, well, last season with uh, uh, a pairing of Coleman and Hall, but unfortunately, <laughs> right, yeah. uh, most of his most of his line mates were uh, Wayne Simmons and Miles Wood, and you know, no disrespect to those two players, but that's not going to really get it done. Obviously, I'm not trying to make excuses for Jack Hughes because statistically, he had the worst uh, performance from a first overall forward uh, since uh, Joe Thornton in 1997. But Oof, it, yeah. you know, Joe Thornton. Uh, carved out a, a nice, uh, you know, role for himself in the league for a long time and, you know, iconic Sharks player. So I think it's going to be, um, I, I think for the most part, Jack Hughes is due for a breakout year. And I think that's uh, something that I told my listeners to be on the lookout for. Right. And I also want to ask you this. So yeah. you guys, uh, you guys, if I'm correct, had the best record in the league last year, right? That's correct. Yep. Uh, so I said in my show that the Boston Bruins are going to be looking for vengeance because you guys win the president's trophy, obviously, you know, best record. People expect you to come out victorious and, you know, give Boston another championship, but obviously that didn't happen. And you guys um, ended up losing to the eventual uh, champion uh, Tampa Bay lightning. So in five games, nonetheless. So, what what can we see from Boston? Because I think the I think uh, for Boston they're going to be coming out with a vengeance this year. Yeah, I mean I'm certainly still a little bitter about the fact that they had to play that play in round going into the the bubble playoffs and they ended up losing the top seed to the the Flyers and finishing with the fourth seed, even though they were only they were the only team to get 100 points in the NHL last year. Um, I look back to kind of when they lost game seven to the St. Louis blues in the, the 2019 final. And I thought they were going to come out flat uh, to begin last season and that there'd be a bit of a hangover there. But what we really see with this team is um, a pretty strong sense of continuity. And um, that really helps them to, just, yeah, maintain that kind of even keel no matter what's going on. Now, they did lose, of course, Zidane Chara. They did lose Tori Krug, and those are the, kind of the biggest holes to fill, the biggest questions for this team. But, you know, they still have Tuka Rask playing at a high level. Patrice Bergeron's a new captain. Uh, David Krejci, Brad Marchand. Those are kind of the leaders on the team that uh, help – bring that kind of stabilizing presence. And yeah, there's not really any guarantee that um, this core will stay intact for much longer. So this could be their last true kick at the Stanley cup with Rask, with Krejci, uh, Bergeron's getting older. So I think, yeah, they, they were pretty disappointed with how last season ended um, and they should come out 
pretty strong and hopefully <laughs> taking taking four points here from the Devils to uh, to begin the season. So is there any chance, like, I, I, I need you to provide some hope for my listeners. Is there any chance that maybe the Devils can upset the Bruins? What would have to go wrong for the Bruins? I mean, it might not even be what goes wrong. There's certainly some young defensemen that uh, are kind of getting, not their first taste of NHL action, but are pretty raw. So um, the Devils could certainly get behind them and create some chances. But I think... And I was going to ask you about uh, this guy as well, uh, a guy that Bruins fans are certainly familiar with uh, from his Montreal Canadiens days. And that's, of course, P.K. Subban, who seems to be uh, coming into the season with a bit of a chip on his shoulder after a very disappointing last season with the Devils. And I think he could be a real X factor playing against uh, an old familiar opponent like the Bruins. If he comes out uh, pretty fired up, and just, you know, throwing around the body, letting his his wicked slap shot go um, on the power play, especially. I think he could be a, a real difference maker uh, in these games against the Bruins. What are your impressions of him in training camp so far? So it's funny you actually bring up uh, his slap shot and the power play. Uh, that's actually what uh, killed us last year because uh, P.K. Subban was horrendous in the power play. And he, he became very uh, predictable. So like you can't just keep shooting at the point area because most of his shots uh, from that area got blocked. So right. you, you, you make yourself predictable and vulnerable. So uh, the one thing for PK Subban is, is that he started to work his way deeper into the slot area and actually was becoming more successful for him. And he was also creating rebounds for his team because he led his, uh, his team in second opportunities to try to get a goal. So I think for PK Subban is that he needs to be adaptable because I think um, he's trying to play too much of what he used to be. So uh, when you get older, you have to use your mind to, in order to be successful. So uh, for PK Subban, I would say that he needs to look at more film because what he's, uh, what he's doing isn't, uh, you know, his age per se, I'm sure that plays a factor, but you know, as you are, in the league longer and longer and your style of play continues to stay the same it makes yourself uh very uh how would i say it uh predictable so right. uh in my honest uh, opinion i think uh i think pk suban can have a a better year if he's smarter and adaptable and tries to give more uh assist opportunities for the young fours that like he's and hughes and you know just create second chance uh, uh goal opportunities for the devils because he was really good in that category last year so uh, I, and also I'm so, I'm so sad that, uh, he and Lindsey Vaughn broke up. So maybe <laughs> yeah. that can be an extra chip on the shoulder, you know, right, yeah. you know, nothing like playing a game with a heartbreak. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And are there any other kind of players that, uh, Bruins sh- fans should keep an eye on that, that could do some damage, maybe some guys that people don't know as much about or, or who could surprise early on in the season. Okay, my dark horse, my sleeper, my listeners know who I'm about to talk about because <laughs> I've been talking about him the last few weeks, especially since he got his extension. It's Mackenzie Blackwood. Oh, okay. I personally feel as though Mackenzie Blackwood, if he was with a better defensive system and you know the advanced analytics and also the defensive uh, numbers for the Devils back it up, if Mackenzie Blackwood was with a better defensive unit mm-hmm. and not having to make all these stops – 
you know, by himself, I think he would have been considered one of the top goalies in the league. And I think he would have, uh, you know, gotten more attention for it. So like, uh, you know, last season, uh, you know, the numbers don't pop out at you. So he played in 47 games. Um, he started in 43 of them. Uh, his record was 22 and 14. Um, his goals against average was 0.77 with a save percentage of 915. Yes, those numbers don't really impress you. They don't jump out at you. But think of it like this. Don't you think if he was in a better defensive system on a better team, maybe like your team, for example, yeah. I think he would be considered one of the top goalies in the league, top top 10 at least. So uh, that's another question uh, that I have to leave for you. Uh, how how does uh, Boston's uh, defense stack up with the New Jersey Devils? And I know, Lance, I know the difference is night and day, but I just have to say, like, uh, is there any chance we can, like, breach it? I mean, yeah, especially with um... – Chara not there with, with Tori Krug not there. There's definitely some question marks on the left side. The Bruins are going to have, uh, looks like Jeremy Lozon on the, on the first pair with Charlie McAvoy. Now McAvoy, I think um, he could emerge as a sneaky, maybe not Norris finalist, but maybe top 10 in the Norris voting this year. Uh, so he's strong, but Jeremy Lozon kind of a, a second round pick who's, only had a handful of, of starts at the NHL level. He did look pretty solid last year, but not, you know, flashy by any means. And then on the the third line or the third pairing, it'll be um, Jacobs Borrell, who, who was a 2015 first round pick, uh, who was a bit of a, uh, an eyebrow raiser with that selection uh, with Kevin Miller, who hasn't played much at all in like almost two years. So uh, that third pairing definitely will be um, there for the taking. And, and if the uh, Devils with that home ice advantage can get a, a favorable matchup with some of their younger, quicker guys out against uh, Zborl and Miller particularly, then they could be easily caught off guard and, and sneak behind them and, and get some pretty good chances there on, on Tuka Rask. So I think that will be uh, – that will be a big test early on for, uh, for that pairing specifically, I think. Yeah, I think, uh, I think the Bruins definitely have a lot to prove and, you know, they definitely do have a, uh, a chip on their shoulder just to do better. And obviously I'd expect you guys and also the flyers to to remain on top of the uh, Eastern division. And like I said, I just think the devils are just in the wrong division because we're just in, in too tough of a, a division to really make any noise, but who knows, who knows, May, you know, I said, you know, maybe we can finish above teams like, you know, like the Sabres and, you know, maybe best case scenario, finish fifth. I don't think that'll be good for a playoff position, but you know, um, I, it's improvement. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm just looking forward to, to watching these couple games to start the season, I guess, uh, Thursday night, and then Saturday afternoon, uh, they'll be playing both games in New Jersey, which is a different thing uh, in this uh, COVID era for hockey. But but yeah, I'm I'm really uh, looking forward to to seeing how these two games play out for sure, and uh, I'm excited to uh, even watch some of these younger Devils guys. And it's always fun to watch PK against the Bruins as well. So should be pretty good, uh, no matter what happens for sure. And here's the thing: uh, one one final thing. Um, yeah. Uh, there, there's no uh, home ice advantage. So like there's no <laughs> right. fans in attendance. Obviously yeah. I think the fans will be like, you know, generated from like uh, the shell video game. Right. I think that's what they're going to do. Similar to what the M- NBA is doing and the MLB is doing, uh, you know, just getting sounds from a video game to try to give the players that 
fan atmosphere obviously won't be the same because there's no fans like hockey fans. It's just, it's just a fact. So, so, you know, I don't think it's going to make much of a difference for the uh, Bruins, whether they're playing in New Jersey or, or Boston, because, you know, there's not going to be a lot of traveling uh, period this this, uh, season because we're we're just going to be playing the Sabres, the Islanders, the Rangers, the Flyers, the Penguins and the Capitals uh, all throughout the year. And that could get redundant or, you know, it could uh, work to your advantage or it could be to your detriment. But yeah, yeah, no team will have a home uh, home rank advantage, except if you're in Texas, because I think they're allowing. (laughs) Yeah, true. I'm just glad they'll all be uh, Eastern time zone starts. We don't have to worry about staying up till. 12 o'clock or one o'clock to see some of these West coast uh, games with, with our teams for sure. That'll be a nice bonus. <laughs> well, I go to bed. I go to bed at four anyway. Oh my gosh. That's nuts. Well, uh, Trey, thanks so much yeah. for taking some time to chat and uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll touch base again throughout the season when uh, these two teams play one of their, you know, seven games against each other uh, down the road. Yep. This is going to be a long season. Ian. Yeah. Yeah, very true. Are we ready for some hockey? Because the National Hockey League heads into the regular season. There's some big matchups already on the schedule. And the NFL regular season is finally over. And obviously the playoffs have begun. There have been some upsets and some not so much of an upset. And it's becoming clear who will become the next Super Bowl champions. Or I think it's becoming clearer. That's up for you to decide and bet on. There is only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust. Go to betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. Talent talks about one or multiple options. NHL games of the week, NFL top games, current headlines in sports. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Also, check out their social media. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at betonline underscore ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use that promo code once again locked on for your sign up bonus hashtag bet online get involved and get in the action everybody all right i would like to thank ian of locked on bruins for doing this awesome crossover and you guys we have so much in store for this season i'm looking forward to it 56 games i know it's not the amount of games that we wanted but hey that's more games than i anticipated that we would play i thought we would play somewhere in the 40s so after 10 long grueling months i am ready for devil's hockey and i hope you are too so thanks for tuning in to locked on devil's podcast and i hope you tune in to the bruins and devil's game tonight Uh, continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you in the next episode, which is tomorrow. And we are going to talk about either the devil's big win or big loss, or or I wouldn't say it was a big loss or much anticipated loss, but yeah, continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you in the next episode. Thanks for listening.